Welcome to What I Wish I Knew by Dental Head Start, your weekly mentoring session thanks to cpdjunkie.com.au. I'm Bridget Wall and I've got Dr. David Keir with me today. This week, I had a chat with Dr. Shidam Capel about the power of delegation and some techniques to make the most of your dental team. Because I know as a dental student, you're pretty used to working alone, doing everything on your own. And when you get out into the workforce and you've got a dental assistant, you've got a practice manager, you've got everything going for you, it can be really amazing, but also sometimes a bit of a a struggle as well. How did you find that experience, Dave? I guess you worked as a dental assistant, so you sort of had a bit of a background of what was to come. Yeah, definitely. That helped me um, having that background and then understanding the dynamics a little bit more. But I think as a graduate, we always underutilize our staff for sure. Something that's taught me a lot about that is all these little other things I do, you know, like even having you help initially with social media and now co-hosting this podcast is delegating, you know, two people can get a lot more done than the individuals on their own. And that's really helped me in all the other things I do and in in dental practice as well. I'm interested when you're a dental student, how many um, assistants did you have per student? In our final year, we when we were in our placements, we would have had a dental assistant. But when we were working in the student clinics, it'd only be if someone finished early or didn't have a patient yeah. that you would have something, someone to help out. And then you would have the roving dental assistants that would be running in materials as you needed them. <laughs> Yeah, we had one between eight in our final year and um, you kind of learned to do it all yourself. But in the end, that's actually not the best way to do it. No, no. Um, and I really learned a lot talking to Cheatham. So she's a ninja. She balances a thriving seven chair practice in Sydney and she's also starting up and running a software company. And I guess after talking to her, I kind of realized how she does it. Um, it's through leveraging the power of her team, which she's going to go through with us today. So thinking back to when I was a a young grad, I did everything for my patients. I brought them into the room. I did the clinical notes. I took the impressions. I did not delegate very much because truthfully, I was probably a micromanaging control freak. (laughs) And I was also didn't, you know, didn't really have the skills around delegation and leadership and understanding the power of what it meant to leverage your team members around you. So I would stay back late writing notes. I would stay back late writing treatment plans, doing, I insisted on doing my own follow-ups. I checked everything. I did everything in, in the surgery. I would even sometimes set up the room, etc. So One of the big lessons I learned, and I guess this is the thing I want to share today, is learning how to leverage the power of my team. And the subtopics around this are leadership, delegation, getting buy-in from your team, letting go, trust, and building like an absolutely winning team. And it was a bit of a journey for me because, as I said, I was um, started off as a micromanaging control freak. I've been called that more than once in my life. So... This is something I'm really passionate about now because these days you won't see me doing any of that stuff. I don't write any of my notes. I mean, of course, I check them and edit them, but my team are amazing. They do absolutely everything. And I realize that there's so much potential when you start to let go of all of the things you know you want to do as a dentist. And I know we had a chat earlier and you mentioned like, oh, when you're a new dentist, you kind of almost want to prove that you can 
do it yourself and do a great impression yourself. But certainly as you get more experience, you want to let your team take care of it and show the patient how well functional you are as, as, a, as, a, as a team. So these days when I speak to dentists about, you know, empowering their teams and leveraging the power of their teams, a lot of them struggle with this idea because they they anticipate that there'll be a lot of resistance and reluctance from their current team members. And they say things to me like, you know, that's all great, Chidham, that you get your team to take scans and do interviews and do the photos. But, you know, if I told that to my DA, they would perceive that as what you want me to do, more work, more effort for the same pay. And this is a really common thing. So these are those staff members that you think are set in their own ways and they don't want to change. So if you want to delegate something to them and you want to introduce like a new responsibility to the role or a a new philosophy or, or a way to work by, let's say you want them to write your clinical note for you while you're doing a procedure, the worst thing you could do is just direct them to do that thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's start. Um, it could even be like, I want you to take alginate impressions from now on. So the worst thing you could do is simply direct them to that because the absolute first thing you need to do is get their buy-in, their buy-in to the why, the big picture vision of your why and how that all fits in and what their role is. So this is what leadership is about. It's about inspiring and motivating other people to gain their buy-in. So how do you actually do this? First, you've actually got to define it for yourself. Like what is your your big picture vision, your purpose? So for me, it was I want to deliver the best dentistry possible and I want to do that for as many people as possible in this time I have and with the two hands that I have. And if I know that my team can take care of so many other things that I was spending time on that it meant that we can treat more patients, we can create more confident smiles. It means that we can just treat more patients in a more effective way. And so that's what I had to start with by sitting my team members down and say, hey guys, you're actually amazing. You guys are experts at interacting with patients, but we can only see these many patients with the time that we have. But there are so many patients that want to need our care. Now, if we're able to train and delegate and share the responsibility, it means that, you know, me as a dentist, I can just stick to focusing on the things that only I can do. And I want to trust and empower you to take care of all of the other things that makes our service possible for our patients. And they will hopefully be like, yes, I get it. I want to be part of that. I want to help give better service. So you basically then need to ask your team what their why is, what their purpose is. And it's usually around, it is usually great stuff. Like I want to take care of patients. We want to um, help help them be healthier, um, help them have smiles, confident smiles, etc. And so for, you always have to come back to that core purpose or that core vision. Because once you have your vision aligned, and I know it seems a bit fluffy, but it's really important. Once you have your visions aligned that you want to take care of more patients in a better way, then you can both work out the how. And the how comes down to, okay, so you can do all of these these things and I can train you and empower you to take that responsibility and I can focus on these things. So this is how one by one, every time I introduced a new, uh, delegated a new responsibility to my team, I absolutely started with the why that we're doing this and 
Now, these days, I don't think I'm even allowed to pick up the camera in my practice. They wouldn't trust <laughs> me to do it. They want to, they want, they have the response, the, they have, they have the pride that they have the um, responsibility of that. They know I trust them to, to do that. And do you think that that's something that starts just within the treatment room or that kind of begins at that higher up level? Is it change that you can initiate just with your DA that you work with? Or if you're in the situation, I suppose, where you're working with a different dental assistant every time, it can make that a little bit more difficult. Do you have any advice for managing those situations? Yeah. Yeah, so you're absolutely right. So if you're in a situation and you're fortunate enough to have the same team members around you, this is a lot easier. So you start one by one. Basically, I ask, I always ask myself the question, what tasks and responsibilities that I do in my treatment room can be done competently by someone else if only I took the time and effort to systemize them and train them? So I one by one, then delegate that. So as you said, it's a lot easier if you have the the same nurse or DA. And you can start with something as simple as from now on, you do all the oral hygiene instruction or you do all of the impression taking or scanning or photography. Dental Protection Limited, they're more than just an indemnity insurer. Of course, they'll provide the best support they can when you have a tough time and you need them. But that goes without saying. More importantly, they're trying to help us prevent these things and they're doing this through their online education, their numerous blogs and articles, their live education and now a podcast called Risk Bites that is bite-sized pieces of information to help you prevent medico-legal risks. And during this COVID-19 pandemic, they are providing unparalleled support to their members. So if you're a member, you'd know all this, but even if you're not, you can get a lot of this information online. Check DPL out and thank you DPL for supporting dental students and graduates and for supporting the Dental Head Start podcast. Now, if you're not in a situation where perhaps your practice, you share DAs and they're different every time, this is a lot harder. You have to actually approach the problem from a systems point of view. So I would then approach a leader or the principal dentist, a manager in your practice and propose new forms of training and say, look, we have a team of dentists and a team of assistants and we all work together in different pairs so that the dentists can be more effective and efficient in in the outcomes that they're producing for their, their patients. It would be excellent if our auxiliary team were trained to have a multitude of other tasks that they could perform, but that only can work through if it comes from the, the practice. So basically, you've got to systemize something and train it. And that could be as simple as, can you think of an example of something you do that you wish that your DA could do really competently? I think notes is probably the biggest thing, particularly as a new grad. You look at a new grad's notes versus someone 10 years out and we've written a novel. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it would be great to have the assistant doing notes. But I think it comes from a lot of the time when you ask them, they just don't feel confident mm-hmm. in doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just taking that time to train and being clear in your own mind about what you do. Yeah, yeah. Look, this is actually one of the reasons behind why I started the software called Level Up. So it's a it's a piece of software that I created with my with my other team, my IT team, and it's about building systems with the purpose of training the rest of your team. So Level Up is a place where you can create a system and let's use your example and call it clinical note taking for DAs. 
it starts by simply starting with the buy-in, which is why we write notes in a certain way and why we have our DAs write notes. And that's basically because it's about time efficiency. And then you go into the structures and templates. So you you might write an example of how an average new patient set of notes would look like. You write the goals and the objectives of what are the minimum things you're looking for. So you finish your documentation. And then the next thing you would do, so this is sort of basic skills training, is you would then show an example yourself, sit down with your team member or a group of team members, and you would go through an example of, or a real-life example of how it's done. And that might mean for one day after every single patient that you guys sit down together and write the clinical notes together. And maybe for the first few patients of the day, you write it with them beside you and you talk your way through your logic. And maybe for the second half of the day, they can sit down in front of the keyboard and you just guide them through it and walk them through it and say, okay, so what happened in the appointment? What tests did we do? What anesthetic did we give? What's our next visit? We have to write how long we need and any tasks that come out of it. And then basically you're using your documented system on Level Up as the guide. And once they practice enough times with you, that's just a really small time investment that you've given up to have, you know, almost like virtually an eternity of someone else paying attention to that thing that you have to do while you can really focus on your patient care or what it is that you need to do for that patient. So that's the basics of skills training. So it's document it, demonstrate it, get them to show it back to you. So I think it's like do one, show one and teach one. And then once that team member is is competent enough that they can do it to the standard that you would expect, they would then at, at some point be empowered to then pass that training on to their next DAs. So if you had, you know, a revolving door of DAs, imagine if they had the training when they first joined your practice so that everybody had basic cl- clinical note-taking training, but that could be applied to any skill. So leveraging the power of your, your team is just, is just, phenomenal. It really gives you a lot because the difference between really, really successful dentists and others or or young grads is that these dentists recognize that they only have one pair of hands and to optimize the output from those pair of hands, they need to leverage the capabilities of their team. And in the beginning, you're doing everything yourself. So if you kind of draw a big circle and put into it everything that you do right now, and if you drew a second circle in that circle and said, this is everything only I can strictly do, that circle in the middle is going to be pretty small. So challenge yourself to think about more and more about what it is you can empower your team to do. No, I really love that. And understanding how you go through your training process is really helpful as well. Because I think as a, you know, a dental student or a new graduate, you might not feel like you have the knowledge to pass on. And so I suppose it's an important part of that process of if you can make it to the point that you can explain it to someone else, then that's going to make you a lot clearer and more confident in your own processes as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's the power of of systemization and training. I think there are lots of dentists that haven't fully taken advantage of what it could mean for them, their lives. It means freedom. It means going home on time. It means trusting. It means trusting your team. So there's something I really kind of hate doing. I hate giving oral hygiene instructions. I said it really weird for a dentist, but yeah, it just bores me to give oral hygiene instructions because you're using the same spiel every day. 
it's something that can absolutely be delegated. So I literally go, look, we're going to get started with some restorative treatment now, but so that we can ensure that all of our work lasts for as long as possible, it's really crucial that we show you the the best steps on how to take care of it. So Amanda's going to show you in detail, step by step on how to take care of your teeth. And I will go and have a cup of coffee or go to the bathroom if I never get to do it work. <laughs> I love that. Amanda feels awesome. She feels like... Yes, exactly. She's She calls her patients my patients because she really feels like the operator in the room and I want I want my team to feel that way. Yes. And I think you, you know, you commonly can hear from from dental assistants and nurses that they say, you know, I'm just a dental assistant or I'm just the nurse. I can't do this. But I suppose if they are getting that more responsibility, they're gonna feel a lot happier and more confident in the work that they're doing. Yeah, yeah. And it's really about it comes down to your own mindset. If you couch it to them as this is more work that I want you to do, that's absolutely how it'll be perceived. If you see it as I'm empowering you so that you can gain more fulfillment from your work and you're part of our our why, our big picture vision, you feel like you've helped someone, you feel like you've given back their smile, your that reward that we get for treating patients, that needs to be shared across your team and that can't be done unless they feel part of the, a crucial part of the process. And there are just so, so many benefits all, all around. Yeah, and ex- that's exactly why we created Level Up. We wanted to have an online platform where we could all build our systems together. And that's another good point. Our systems, they're not created just by me and the management team. They're created by every single staff member. And I we learned from many doing lots of leadership courses that if um, a process or a system is generated and created by the team themselves, Mm -hmm. then they will, there is so much more accountability ownership built into that and they will be more motivated to adopt the system and to teach it the others because they created it in the first place. So Level Up is just a really cool online tool where you and your team build systems together and then all of that that training that we talked about, it's also a way that you can track all your training and where they're up to. I always say, if you want to get everyone on the same page, start by writing the book. Thank you so much for listening to the Dental Head Start podcast. I genuinely hope this is helping you become a better dentist. So if you like what you're hearing, make sure you subscribe on your podcast player and I want you to do me a favor. I want you to go to social media and share something that you've appreciated from us with one of your friends. That's how the word gets out. That's how more people gain and benefit from what we're doing. And if you're a dental student or a graduate and you want to get a head start, go to dentalheadstart.com start to find everything we're doing to help dental students become great dentists.